0: Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter.
1: The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, in a five-star review. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company are great friends at Burn Dairy, select locations around central New York. They have the tasty donuts, the unbelievable fresh salads, uh, all the wraps you want, the pizza, and, of course, uh, the, the amazing legendary ice cream at Burn Dairy as well. It's your one-stop shop for all things grocery and, of course, a tremendous beer selection there as well as other Uh, things that you can get, including gas. They have a brand-new location on Morgan Road in Liverpool. So wherever you are in Central New York, stop by and grab yourself some groceries at Burn Dairy, from hot-to-go pizza to the amazing donuts to the incredible uh, uh, wraps and salads in their nice little cooler there when you walk in. It's all there. Legendary ice cream. You name it at Burn Dairy. And, of course, the gas available for you as well. If you're a trucker listening to the podcast, driving all the time, Listening to, uh, to audio. The Burn Dairy locations are in great, great spots just off highways all over central New York. So make sure you hit up Burn Dairy, a proud ML sports platter sponsor. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to our friends, the Swan and Whitaker families, as well as the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group for their support of the program. Obviously, we know we've been harping on it uh, left and right for for days here uh, on the program. Uh, I'm devastated. Everyone in Bills Mafia is devastated from that loss in Kansas City. What could have been the decision-making and all the rest, poor coaching, the last 13 seconds, not kicking the ball the right way uh, as well. Um, Let's talk more about the Buffalo Bills future, Uh, Josh Allen's epic playoff performances where they might go in the draft and much, much more with my good buddy, ryan talbot at ryan talbot bills he is a bills writer for new york upstate and the co-host of the shout buffalo football podcast which i would suggest to everyone out there available on apple and spotify and anywhere else you get your podcast co-hosts it with the terrific matt perino as well here's ryan talbot ryan how are you buddy thanks for a few minutes man hey, i'm doing great thanks for having me on you better believe it um where do the bills go from here
0: you know, it's tough because they can't be big spenders in free agency. They have a lot of players that uh, can leave in free agency. I think some that um are probably gonna look for more money elsewhere. Your your Isaiah McKenzie's and your Levi Wallace's unless the deal, you know, unless the deal's right here in Buffalo. And then you're probably going to lose uh, one of your coaches that and Brian Dable who will take some coaches along with them. So this, this is not just a, hey, you know, it was another good year. They'll pick up where they left off. There's a lot
1: of uncertainty, so that, that's a real tough question. It's going to be interesting to see where they go next. Who's most to blame for this loss in Kansas City?
0: Uh, you know, I, I guess I would have to say it would come down to the coaching staff more than anything else. I know that uh, at the end of the game, Sean McDermott kept using the term execution, but at the same time, I, I didn't like the play calls. I didn't like the amount of space that they were giving in terms of free yardage to Tyreek Hill. Um, that, why they're pass rushing with four guys on that final play before the the field goal to send it to overtime? Send two, put ever drop everyone else back into coverage. Uh, do something different to make it more difficult for Mahomes so he can't get the easy pass and catch and all that extra chunk yardage that he did. So that, you know that comes down to the coaching. Whether there and then even in overtime, whether there was. Uh, some miscommunication as to whether or not it should be a swift kick or a kick short of the end zone whatever it may be uh it, it all comes down to coaching at the end of the day
1: do, do the bills have any advantage whatsoever and I, I know it's easy right now for bill's mafia to just completely pile on sean mcdermott and i have no problem with that because i think he deserves it but again the other side is well he helped build this thing you know he the culture the development of players the team camaraderie the leadership uh it's about today and today only like not getting ahead of yourself um, give, giving a belief again to western new york um but but in game does this team really have an advantage with him as head coach anywhere ryan <sighs> you know in game i'm not, I'm not so sure i, I definitely
0: criticized his in-game management before in terms of adjustments that the Bills need to make. I I think he's great in terms of having them prepared on a week-by-week basis, and there's been a lot of times where they've been successful and won games because of that. But in-game, you know, he makes some questionable decisions when they get down. Sometimes um, they don't have the answers, and that gap only widens. You look at the Colts game where Jonathan Taylor rushed for five scores and uh, really earned the Bills there. So, He definitely has some areas to work on there. He got a little more aggressive, I will say that. I liked the first drive where they went for it twice on fourth down. I think there were a few other opportunities that they could have gone for it on fourth down in that game, Um, especially when they were only down by a few points and ended up going down by nine in the third quarter when they, they punted on a... I want to say it was a fourth and one after an Isaiah McKenzie end around. So, uh, you, you know, he, he's okay in that area, but he, there's definitely some work to be done on in-game management.
1: How, how would you describe to someone who fell from the sky and and heard about Josh Allen's performances in the postseason? How, how would you describe them?
0: Uh, how how would I describe Josh Allen's
1: performance? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, historic,
0: you know, and it's a shame that it ended after two weeks. Uh, you know, he, he shreds New England apart. They score a touchdown in every meaningful drive. Obviously the kneel down to the end of the game, uh, they weren't going for a score there. And, and then he went into Arrowhead stadium and he scores on the opening drive. They get down by nine. He throws a 75 yard score to Gabriel Davis. Uh, then within two minutes in the last two minutes of the game, he gave the bills the lead twice You can't ask much more from a quarterback than that. And, and, you know, it's a shame that he's going to be sitting at home this weekend when the Bills, realistically, based on his play, should be an AFC
1: Championship game. Ryan Talbot, New York Upstate Buffalo Bills insider and reporter, also co-host of the Buffalo, uh, Shout Buffalo Football Podcast with Matt Perino. Make sure you go get that all over uh, major platforms where podcasts are found. Um... As far as some some guys, I just wanted to kind of rip through, you know, some free agents here with you um, on on the Bills, um, just one by one. You know, give me a quick yes or no that they're back, and 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 a reason why, if if you want. Uh, what about Jerry Hughes?
0: I'm gonna say no. I I think he's not worth the money that he's probably going to still be looking for. It would have to be a team friendly deal. The
1: production's not there. I agree. Mario Addison. No, uh, you know. A little more productive, believe it or not, than, than Jerry Hughes, but a step too slow, uh, not an impact player anymore. Yeah, and he had trouble finishing tackles. Vernon Butler?
0: Absolutely not. No, that's an easy pass, um, especially when you consider how often he was on
1: that inactive list. Emmanuel Sanders, gone, right?
0: Gone, just more so, I think, because he, he's been talking about retirement this whole time, and I think that's going to actually come to fruition.
1: Mitch Trubisky?
0: Uh, gone because there's going to be a market for him where he makes a lot more money start
1: and can compete for a starting job elsewhere. Ike Bucker.
0: Uh, back. The Bills like their depth. Uh, I know that he suffered a pretty serious injury late in the year, but I think they can get a pretty agreeable contract on both sides and have him at worst as depth on this line.
1: How about Levi Wallace?
0: Back if the price is right. The, the Bills can't lowball this guy anymore. Uh, I know that the championship game, you know, he and Dane Jones were both beat multiple times, but that's going to happen against Tyree Kill and company. I thought he really did step up and play some pretty good reps after uh, Trey White's injury. So, try to bring him back by all, you know, by by all
1: means. Tywan Jones? Uh, gone. Really good special teams player,
0: but he's getting up there in age, and is this something that you, you always have to have three, four, five aces on special teams year in, year
1: out? F.A. obada
0: On the fence about him, they definitely need some depth at the defensive end position, especially if he was Madison Go. I know that he is uh, bordering 30 years old, but he's still pretty fresh in terms of NFL. Um, You know, the the, the tread on the tires, so to speak, because he he came over in that international pathway program, didn't really start playing football until his 20s, I believe. So, you know, he's a very young
1: 29-year-old. Just a few more here, Ryan. Isaiah McKenzie. Being gone, uh, oh, especially boy. if Brian Dable goes elsewhere. He,
0: listen, you know Brian Dable and him have a special relationship. Uh, I, I don't think he has that type of relationship with Sean McDermott. I know that McDermott uh, benched him at one point this year as a kick returner, punt returner, made him inactive a few times. Uh, so I, I don't think that he's going to come out, go out of his way to stay here. Especially if there's going to be
1: another team offering him a, a lot more money elsewhere, which I, I anticipate. Matt Breida, Bobby Hart, Jake Kumaro all all out probably.
0: Um, I would say all out. Maybe Kumerow sticks around. Special okay. teams, wide receiver depth.
1: Harrison Phillips.
0: I think you have to bring him back on an you know a, an agreeable contract. Again, you need that depth. He's he was playing really good football late in the year. Uh,
1: someone that is a leader in that locker room too. All right, uh, just a couple more here. Uh, Justin Zimmer? Try to bring him back. You know, the the motor, the go, he's everything that Sean McDermott
0: and his coaching staff like in a player. Um, He doesn't necessarily have the prototypical size, but he he has flashed some talent when he's been on the field.
1: How about Saran Neal?
0: I think he's going to look for an opportunity elsewhere. I think he's a very talented special teams player, but I also think that he wants to find a team where he's going to have a shot to actually play meaningful defensive reps.
1: Ryan Bates?
0: Yeah, absolutely, I have to bring him back, you know, performed so well late in the season when he, when he got that uh, starting job, almost makes you wonder what took so long for it
1: to happen. I agree. Tyrell Dodson, finally.
0: Dodson's a guy that they've had for a few years now, he's still relatively young, linebacker depth, so I'll say back on a uh, short-term,
1: pretty agreeable contract. Now, a guy who's not a free agent is Cole Beasley, he's owed $4.9 million, I believe, in 2022. Um, what do you think the future is there for the, for for Beasley and the Bills? I mean, ho- honest to God, like I know that the, he's a security blanket. He beats zones. You know they count on him. McDermott loves his veterans. Whatever. I'd, I'd rather have McKenzie in that offense, Ryan. I think they're way more effective with Isaiah McKenzie than Cole Beasley at this point.
0: And that's fair. And it, it comes down to would Isaiah McKenzie be willing to come back if Brian Dable's gone? If that is the case, you can get him back, or you can get another slot receiver. Maybe Cole Beasley does go, but I do believe. Uh, you know, Brandon Bean, when he says that um, Cole Beasley is in their plans for 2022, I, I think he was hampered by some injuries this year. He looked a little bit slower in the field. But like you mentioned, he is still a valuable uh, target for, for Josh Allen in terms of a security blanket. You know, if you're going to lose McKenzie, if you're going to lose Emmanuel Sanders, you don't want to have to go out and um, replace three, four, or five guys at the one position. You want to have some guys back, especially if they have talent.
1: I still think Beasley has some talent. You're in the southern tier, you know. You're right there. You're in Western New York, southwestern New York, whatever you want to call it. H- how deflated are people? I mean, how how bad is the mood right now between the Bills and Let's face it, our alma mater's playing some terrible men's basketball right now as well.
0: Yeah, it's funny you say that. I was uh, with a coworker earlier today, and we talked about both topics and. How you know it's pretty much a win the A10 tournament or bust now for the Bonnies after being ranked uh, as high as 16 at one point this season based on their recent play, their struggles. And, and I agree with them, unless they get on a really hot streak here and, and end the, the season on a tear, I don't see them as an large bit anymore. You have to make a deep A10 run, or you have to win the whole thing for that to happen uh, to get into the, the dance. And then when it comes to the Bills. Uh, the person I was talking to today said this is actually worse than the Norwood field goal no at the end of the game, worse than the Music City Miracle. I don't necessarily agree with that. I told him I thought um, both were worse. I mean, obviously, Norwood would have won a Super Bowl. Uh, Music City Miracle was literally the final play because it was just a kickoff. But in terms of the performance of an individual player, I can see where he is coming from. Because that was a wasted effort from Josh Allen that the Bills just uh, let go. And who knows what would have happened after that. Who's to say they don't win this game on Sunday if it's at home against the Bengals? I think they do. And then you're talking about the first Super Bowl for the Bills since you know, the early 90s and then anything can happen here. yourself. While I, I have a trouble saying it's the worst one in their history, I can see where some fans are coming from being so distraught because that was just such a a gut punch to lose after being up with 13 seconds remaining.
1: Final thing for you. You know, it's easy to say they have the GM, they have the head coach, we think, the quarterback, without a doubt. Um, He's young. They have a good core. uh, They've been there before, blah, blah, blah. You know, they'll be back. They'll be back. They'll be back. Rah, rah, right? We hear that all the time. They'll be back. You know, don't give up. We're, you know, we're in good hands. The future's bright still. Is it? Really? I mean, is it when you look at this year that was just on a freaking silver platter for them, Ryan? I mean, can they really get back and do this thing? I guess can they will. They are two separate questions. But, I mean, come on, this thing was right on the silver platter for them. And and I, gosh, man, when you hit that reset button and it's a new year and new challenges and the AFC is going to be tighter and what if Rodgers is a Bronco and Herbert's going to be good and Burrow will be back and the Patriots are a pain in the ass and you got the Ravens who aren't going to die the Steelers are 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 going to be there all the time because they're a trademark team. Is it really that simple? Like, oh, they'll be back. I I don't know.
0: No, it's not that simple. And you know, can they? Yes, with Josh Allen, you always have that that chance to contend. Even if it's even if they have a down year and it's like a ten win season, eleven win season, and they're a wild card team or something. If you have Josh Allen, you get to the playoffs. Anything can happen. You feel good about that. Well, I think you laid it out pretty well. The AFC is pretty stacked in terms of a young quarterback talent, uh, and then in addition to those young guns, you have potentially Aaron Rodgers joining the conference if he if he uh, makes his way to maybe Denver or you know Pittsburghs and team that he was linked or rumored to at one point. That's a possibility. The Ravens are are looking to bounce back after they, they hovered around that playoff zone all year, despite not having Lamar Jackson for stretches. Um, The Browns had one of the most disappointing letdown seasons in a long time after one of those high years. Uh, Mayfield has the shoulder surgery. Maybe he bounces back into form. So even the teams that aren't those top contenders like Kansas City, uh, Buffalo, the the teams that you're thinking of uh, being a year-in, year-out contender, there's always going to be a few teams that pop up there and contend. In the AFC, it's only going to get tougher, especially if Trevor Lawrence develops to his full potential and, and some of these other younger quarterbacks. And continue to grow and play at a high level.
1: You know what? I I lied. I got I got one more in, in maybe thirty seconds to a minute. G- give me something here on Joe Shane. What are the Giants getting in in him as a GM?
0: Yeah, they're they're getting a, a talented, talented GM. Someone that Brady beat, trusted completely. Uh, someone that has been out on the road, has done his due diligence on this huge draft class. I think has a vision of how to uh, build things the right way, especially after his time in Buffalo, seeing them tear it down. After their first year getting into the playoffs, saying, Well, this is fine, but our, our goal is to win the Super Bowl and, and have long term financial health. So they tear it down, they rebuild it the right way with contracts. You know, it, it might be painful for the first year, maybe two, uh, but I think he's going to get them back on the right track.
1: Ryan Talbot covers the Buffalo Bills for New York Upstate, the co host of the Shout Buffalo Football podcast with Matt Perino. Make sure you go download and subscribe to that great show at Ryan Talbot Bills. Ryan, I've said it for a long time. Bills Mafia is super lucky to have people like you, um, you know, so close to the scene and covering it the way you do. I think you do a hell of a job. Thank you for coming on and uh, continued success your way. Hey, thanks for the kind words and always, Mike. Thank you. And the ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Burn Dairy and Liverpool Physical Therapy, as well as Barks and Rack Doggy Daycare. But before I sign off, just a couple of minutes here on on the Sean McDermott thing. Like, listen, this guy has done obviously some really great things for the city of Buffalo and the bills there's no doubt there's a belief there um, they've won two division titles uh there's been an installation of uh hope and belief and teamwork and culture and camaraderie and all those things right you know he's got a 49 and 32 record he's got a 600 percent Percentage uh, mark as a head coach, 605 to be exact. You know, and, you know, obviously we know that they've made the playoffs, you know, multiple times here, right? I mean, uh it's, it's, it's such a, it feels like a hundred years ago when the Bills had guys like Rex Ryan and Dick Duron and, you know, Mike Malarkey and, and for God's sakes, I mean, all those guys, you know, the names. I don't have to go through it for you. Um, you know, but there's something missing. you know, there really is there there there's something that's just not quite there uh with this team in terms of McDermott being the in-game football 101 right decision guy on the biggest stages um when when it's clutch time, and you know what like it's pretty simple to me. You know, you can't let Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, two guys who are going to the Hall of Fame with the ball thrown by another guy who's going to the Hall of Fame, Patrick Mahomes, you know, you can't give them 8, 10, 12 yards cushion. They're also great yards after the catch. So basically you're giving them 12, you're telling them 15's possible, you're telling them 22 is certainly likely. Not once, but twice, with timeouts on the board. That comes after the horrible decision to not either squib it or hang it down and have one of the best coverage teams in kickoffs, you know, down the field, take your chances on that, run some clock off, and then they maybe only have one one play to, to, to go to get up to a field goal, or maybe that one play is a, you know, desperation 65-yard uh, uh, heave, Hail Mary. Um, you know, there's a, a million ways you could have defended that. You could have brought six, seven guys. You could have brought two guys and kept everybody back, like Ryan said. But not the way they did it, and they did it not once but twice again with timeouts on the board. It's just inexcusable. It's absolutely inexcusable. And McDermott, he should be getting a ton of the the, the darts thrown his way, man. I'm serious. Like this guy, I, I I don't know what to I don't know what to feel about McDermott at this point in time about being the head coach who can get a team to a Super Bowl because he didn't go forward on two fourth downs which he should have gone for both against Kansas City. got to keep scoring against the Chiefs, especially the second one that Ryan alluded to. Um, You know, look at earlier this year, benched Isaiah McKenzie was absolutely so ridiculous that he did that. Scapegoat for the loss against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, You know, the fumble and all the rest. Then he gets put back into the offensive alignment, and look at, voila, the Bills' offense is completely and utterly unstoppable uh, with McKenzie inserted in there with all the jet sweeps, all the motion, uh, you know, going across the slot if need be, uh, all of it. And you know, there was a time where McDermott was trying to throw, shove the 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 run game down the throat of Brian Dable when they didn't have the personnel. Yes, it's important to run the ball, but dude, you didn't have a healthy offensive line. You didn't have downfield blockers, and that was before Devin Singletary became the Devin Singletary we saw in the last few weeks of the season. Sean McDermott is really hamstringing the team right now in terms of getting over the hump. Yeah, the quarterback means a little bit more on the field and all the rest. But guess what? When you have Josh Allen basically pitching two perfect games in the postseason and your head coach holds him back, your head coach is responsible. Leslie Frazier, he's certainly responsible for some of those defensive packages right at the end of the game. But McDermott, at the end of the day, has a say over coordinators just like every head coach does. They're all on the headset together. It's, hey, no, 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 Leslie, we're not doing this. Let's rush two and keep everybody back and then fill in the middle of the field better. Or, you know, we're going to bring Taron Johnson or somebody on a blitz. I mean, anything but what they did, for God's sakes. It's ridiculous. So I don't know, man. I I, I don't, is the jury still out? Do I want to use those words for McDermott? Maybe. Maybe the jury is still out. I think he's done some great things, but right now I think he's holding the Bills back. And all that, you know, well, this one's going to sting and we're going to learn from it. Are you? Are you going to learn from it? Are you going to be back in this position two, three, four, five times? I have no doubt that this team's going to go back to the postseason multiple times under this regime. Wild card, maybe once or twice, win the division two, three, four more times. I have no doubt. I'm very confident in saying that. But where do they go from there? Is Sean McDermott going to continue to hold? This team back with brain fart decisions when it matters most. ML Sports Platter brought to you by your great friends at Stanley Law Offices. Burn Dairy, your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, and our great friends at the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. That's vcgtransforms.com. Become a better leader both personally and professionally. With the Vince Guerra Consulting Group. Thanks big time to Ryan Talbot from New York Upstate, the Buffalo Bills insider and reporter. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
1: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine,